Welcome to the Crater Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss all the JavaScript news that's happened on Crater.io this week. This episode is for Friday, October 9th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace. They offer you Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Crater fans. I got to get used to that. Crater fans. Crater I'm your host, Josh Owens. And I'm your co-host, Ben Strahan. Awesome. I trimmed my beard. I didn't trim my beard. It's like, uh, what What do you, it's the poop and the beard thing? So it's like probably 20% less poop. <laughs> that messes me up every time I go to trim my beard or every morning, like, You're if it's combing it. really ratty, I have to comb it. I'm like, I wonder how much, I'm probably combing out like maybe 20% of the poo. So I feel good about it. You know, like, oh, close the lid when you flush the toilet. All right. <laughs> little segue. I was teaching my kids who are all in grade school about, like, molecules and, like, the world is made up of molecules and all stuff, right? You and used your beard as an example? No, I didn't. <laughs> but this, like, this, like our connecting factor of the story is poo. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, everyone who doesn't have kids, if you want to – get your kids engaged and teach them something, always use poo as an example. <laughs> then they'll listen. Like, oh, daddy said poo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> molecules, like when you smell stuff, it's like little molecules breaking off from the big piece of matter, right? And so I told them, I'm like, every time you smell a stinker, it's actually someone's poop that you're, that's going up in your nose. <laughs> and then my wife yells across the room and she's like, and that's also why you got poo in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it comes full, full circle then there we go that's my life at the stray hand house but now now my kids are fascinated with biology <laughs> and, and all for the right reasons <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so let's talk about different molecules your kind so we're going to talk about meteor guides slimming down some fat models uh, mdg's doing an ama yeah, yeah. And, uh, Meteor and Nginx. That was it. That's, that was all the news this week. Nothing else. And I uh, interject with Galaxy. What? No, no. no? There was okay. nothing. Nothing, not nothing to even talk about there. No, no. Just no. kidding. We'll talk about this Galaxy thing. Actually, we'll start here. We'll see. I've got a hard stop, so <laughs> this will probably be the biggest topic. <laughs> oh, boy. Was it ever a topic? I think Galaxy dropped. It did. It did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely felt like it was going to be expensive. And I think I said that on this show a couple times. I was actually a little surprised. It was a little cheaper than I thought if you pay annually. Mm -hmm. Jeff Smith did point out that they are cheaper than Heroku and Modulus and they offer a better you know, SLA. I think a lot of people were really expecting Galaxy to just like when it dropped, it would be like everything they ever wanted in a hosting platform. Yeah, kind of serve serve all different levels. Yeah, but I, you know, 
they dropped Kubernetes. They went full AWS. So, you know, there's, there's really no other platform there that you're going to be able to install it on. And I think like behind the firewall installs now get a little bit awkward too. Like, I don't know yeah. if they're going to do VPC or any of that kind of stuff that Amazon offers, mm-hmm. uh, but they're using elastic load balancer and cloud formation to kind of launch your containers for you. And you get, uh, what is it like 10, one gigabyte containers for uh, 500 right. a month. If you prepay for the year. Right. Or I think 650 a month if you do monthly. Yeah. And then they've got a, a plan up above that where you get double, you get like 20 of the containers. I found it odd that they were segmenting on number of users that you're going to attach. Like, Yeah, I don't understand that too much. Team members, I think the first level you get five, second level you get 10. It's like, I honestly, like, I don't know. Like, you're, you're probably just going to denote one guy to deploy or honestly, mm-hmm. like... Uh, if you're going to script the thing, you just set up one script user and let that script do it. I don't know. That's right. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like on the projects that we work on, like I'm just using that as a, as a base point. So that's what I'm comparing it to. Uh, maybe getting someone from MDG and hopefully like I'm looking forward to the MAA. <laughs> M-A-M-A. Yeah. And uh, that would come up. So yeah. I was just thinking of something. Since we're the creator podcast now, not the media podcast, mm-hmm. like some people might be like, Galaxy, what? Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, well, I mean, it's the new. I guess we didn't say that. Like, we just. Yeah. Like, I don't think we've broken out of our our meteor kind of audience yet. Really? Yeah. Come on, people, send this to your to the node nerds that you know. Tweet it more, guys. Come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it's it's a uh, self service hosting platform. Self service, is it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Platform as a service, I guess you can, but it's only good for deploying a Meteor app. Like, I guess you could probably figure out how to deploy a Node app there. No. Well, they kind of said it. They're like, hey, uh, this is only for Meteor, and you don't have control over the containers we do. We're going to do the scaling for you. And that tells me that they are purposely using hosting Meteor and breaking out certain parts of it automatically, that they're expecting to be there because it's a Meteor app. But, you know, here's the interesting thing to me. Maybe the enterprise market isn't dealing with as many users as we thought. Because I know, like, I've been on this Cordova app building it, and Mm -hmm. they're a a Fortune 500 company that that commissioned the app. And, you know, they're putting something like uh, 2,000 people on the app, which is something that scaling-wise isn't that hard to handle. Right. But, you know, I, I would think, like, for the enterprise, you probably want to even target bigger than that. You're looking at like 20, 30,000 people connected to your app at any given time. I don't know. Like, I just don't get that there's that many Meteor apps out there that are that large. And I also don't mm-hmm. think that scaling your app containers is the hard part of scaling at 20 to 30,000 people. I think Mongo starts to become your problem. And they didn't touch Mongo. So that was another thing that I think a lot of people were disappointed That's with. That's a good point, yeah. You have to get more Mongo services from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And they, they recommend Compose. Compose got like early access and put together some videos that show you how to, to get it all running together, which is pretty easy, I got to say. Yeah, yeah. And I guess now Compose is, is part of IBM, uh, which, you know, I find interestingly funny to me. Like IBM kind of competes, you know, on the enterprise front with mm-hmm. maybe the space MDG wants. Man, wouldn't that have been awesome if MDG was able to raise around to buy Compose? 
Oh, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would have been. Because that would have felt felt like an interesting fit too, because they've been doing rethink DB stuff and, you know, when Mm -hmm. that drops and we get media support for that, that could be really interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like uh, at least from the commoners point of view, like many people were very disappointed. I am really curious to, I mean, MDG is smart. So this is what I, there was a lot of talk in our forums, man. And luckily, lot, there was a lot of talk in our Slack. Or, I'm sorry, in our Slack. Yeah. And in the forums. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I don't know. I just reminded everyone to like, shut up and like, <laughs> just keep like, like MDG is smart. And on top of that, they have, they have venture capitalist money who like they want to get a return on their money. They're smart too. They have a bunch of analysts as well. Like they, mm-hmm. they already have the end game in mind. Yeah. And also don't judge them based off of version one. Yeah. So I think this is a really, really good looking version one. Well, I, I've just been giving like the consensus that I got out of the forum and other people post. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with everything you said. Yeah. And, and my, my thoughts on the actual launch are that one it's actually pretty smart the way they're doing it. If you think about it, you're most people don't realize this, but hosting, you're really like, you're selling an oversubscribed model, right? And um, trying to have more people than you have resources. And that's where you make your money with hosting. Like the one thing that you have to pay for that is much harder is support. And I feel like to me, I compared this to, to Apple and Dell, right? If you go look at Dell, you can go get your laptop from them. And it's not really like an experience. You don't really feel like, you know, you're, you're getting this great thing. You're just kind of like, I need a laptop. Give me a laptop. I'm going to work on a laptop. Because when you go to Apple, you're like, I want the best. I want great support. You know, I want the Apple Care. Like, you know, it's, it's more like an experience. And I think that's the market that they're going after here. You know, you get the one-hour SLA, which I don't think you can – like you're going to pay over $1,000 a month to get that from Heroku. And even then, like, you're going to be like, Meteor, what? You know, I, Modulus, I don't think they give you an SLA. And you'll pay a little bit more than what you're paying Galaxy. Um, well, they, they do have an enterprise class. They do. They do. And they'll work with you. And I think, you know, if that's something you're interested in, you should contact them. Because they still are a good hosting service. You know, it's just not, the SLA stuff's not like upfront with them. So you're not sure what you're getting. Whereas Meteor is like, yes, we want this to be an amazing support experience for deploying your Meteor application, you know? And I think that's what they've gone after here. And the hardest part of that is going to be building that support team at 500 bucks a month. You know, people deploying one or two apps, they're going to have a lot less questions than people deploying, you know, for 20 bucks deploying an app or 30 bucks deploying an app. Like, yeah that person's going to have a lot of questions, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also curious to see, uh, as time goes on, uh, Heroku's expensive, right? And how do, how do people get hooked on Heroku? They build their prototypes on Heroku, and then they yeah. launch their startup with one dyno on Heroku and then they grow with Heroku. And before you, before you know it, your bill's huge on Heroku, but they were there for you from the beginning. I'm curious with the, versions that are going to come out of galaxy later on if they're going to like get people at an early stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've already said, yeah. Right. in the fact they said that they are planning on moving their free services over and that they'll be coming out with a much more affordable, like almost like a single container 
option for developers. Oh, yeah. I missed so, that. Oh, That's you didn't cool. see that? It was in the back. Well, no, you're lying to me. You're trolling me, dude. Because no. everyone posted that in the chat room. Like we, keep, it became a joke the other day because they were posting it like every ten minutes. I I didn't read. I just read the beginning. Oh, I see. Of it. I I was so fed up. I was like, I am not going to read the full post of these people. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, so so they're totally going to okay. offer like free. Uh, the, you know, their free services will be on Galaxy. Yeah, I, I did read that part. Yeah, and then, I didn't read that one container a more affordable option. I don't know if it's going to be a one container option, but they're going to come out with like a more affordable, like single developer type option. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of arguing back and forth with Sam Hatum in the in the forums on the on some of the posts there as well. And there's costs associated, right? Like for me, running a business, doing uh, freelancing and podcasting and all this other stuff, like. Every minute I spend on Crater, I don't really like make any money with Crater. It's really just a cost center for me. And I, I, I've never even figured out a good way to work it into my business. I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy DevOps. So like I've moved it to DigitalOcean. I've been playing with Docker, but that comes with some pretty big expense in my opinion, because like I'm always there trying to figure out like how to make it a little bit faster or more stable or something. You know, when you lose five billable hours to that thing, like that, that's a cost. Yeah. And you like bill out at $600 an hour, right? So. I do. Yeah. Galaxy's like <laughs> cheap to me. Yeah. No, I don't. 45 minutes of my work. Boom. Got my Galaxy bill paid. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Maybe Aeronota, but not me. <laughs> he doesn't even, yeah, his rate was higher than mine, but he doesn't even do consulting work anymore. So yeah. Here's, here's your parting thought, right? Think about this. Galaxy means that they're now hosting applications. Here's the things that Meteor Development Group didn't really do very well before. They weren't building apps and they weren't fixing apps that much. They would get bug reports and then they'd ask you for a minimal reproduction. But now they put themselves on the hook to like look at things, fix things. That's going to be awesome for everybody. I think we're going to see major improvements come into Meteor Core yes. as yeah. a result of Galaxy launching. Positive. That is a positive. And so, like, it may have been a bummer for you to read that, but in the end, we're going to all benefit because we're, we're living here in this open source world. So Yeah. Like, that's the same thing with WordPress. They, they worked on the open source thing of WordPress forever. They came out with premium hosting, which was only available to, like, the top blogs ever, and it was, like, thousands of dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you start seeing that the open source WordPress was starting to, like, be, be like, bulletproof. And it was like getting prepared and it was like production grade open source product. And then all of a sudden everyone was trusting it to build their stuff on it. And now it it took over the world, you know, is that in the future for Meteor? Hmm? Mm. Mm. Anyway, I'm so. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I hope so. Next story. Uh, uh, Next story. Meteor guides talking about making movements to production and, and making things more efficient and, and open out there. So Sashko, I think this is um, a move, calculated move by Sashko and MDG to kind of come back to the community and be like, hey, we're here. Right. They called out this thing that said Meteor Guide. Sashko uh, in the forum said, hey, like, I want to start giving back and, and uh, documenting best practices, MDG style. And and he's opened up the conversation. It's become a wildly popular forum. 
page to go through. And then he, uh, as usual, Sashko has amazing like GitHub readmes. Yeah. (laughs) He's got got good writing skills. Oh my gosh, he does. Yeah. So talented. Yeah. Anyway, it's a start. And, and there has been, I don't know, gosh, we can like bring this, we don't have a lot of time, but we could, we could bring this all over the place because there was a number mm. of speaking points that we could touch well, on in here, the forums. In here's what I would say. Like the, the forum post is, is pretty good, but really the, where the bulk of this is happening now is in the, in the GitHub repos, in the issues. Mm-hmm. And it's like crazy mad inside there with uh, a bunch of issues being open and, and talking about governance and just all kinds of things around this project. And even just like some of the articles, like Sashko's written down some some original kind of content that he has and Abigail's kind of, you know, thinking about like how can the cookbook fit in all this. So right. it's, it's really interesting stuff. If, if you want to help with documentation, like you should get on board with this thing. I'm kind of interested. There's a number of things that I feel are, you know, I think aren't documented well. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I hope that they can, can kind of clean that up and this, this will be a good effort. My only thought is, you know, from the community standpoint, I, I still worry, you know, with 86 pull requests sitting out there for MDG, for Meteor right now, like, w- what's it going to look like when w- we only have one person kind of shepherding this project on the MDG side and the only way we get things kind of in is through Sashko or through maybe they'll designate someone else too. But I just, I feel like that's going to be a potential bottleneck and I'd really like to see maybe a little more governance kind of coalesce around this and, and say like, yeah, actually here's, here's some other people that we trust to approve content uh, in this regard. Um, Yeah. Like maybe some community leadership. Yes, absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. I just, I don't want to, take some time. Like to me, like I've got a blog where I can publish a lot of this stuff anyway. And it's still at this point, like my trust level is a little bit lower because of the way pull requests have been handled in the past. So it's just going to be easier for me to just take it over there and write it on my blog. Whereas, you know, maybe it's, it's more beneficial to have more eyes on it, have a discussion, make it a little bit better and publish it, you know, with meteor guides. Yeah. And ultimately your motivation saying all that is, to recognize, Hey, there's a, like a lot of momentum behind this right now. Yeah. We want to keep that momentum going. Yeah. I, I don't want it to be like, like space talk was really interesting to watch because it was like mad activity. You know, everyone's like working on things, pull requests, pull requests. And then like, just, you know, it kind of like everyone lost interest and wasn't the people around it lost interest. And then like the core team was kind of left there and it ended up like they, Rocket Chat made some smart moves and it kind of pulled ahead and it's it, it was the winner there. And like we don't have a competing thing, but at the same time, like there's a lot of people in here talking and they're interested in contributing and I want to make sure that they, they do because I think if they get something into Meteor Guide, like I, I think they'll feel like that's some kind of accomplishment and that's really, yeah. like, we, we want all this good material out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's exciting. There's some potential. I agree. Um, I think it's going to bring more awareness to some of the major pain points. You know, I'm thinking testing. 
Well, you know, it, it's interesting because uh, probably the craziest issue to go watch right now is Blaze components. And I feel like all of a sudden we're actually talking about the next version of Blaze. That's another thing, yep. And getting things folded in and like progress, like more progress than I've ever seen being ma- made with Blaze is like happening in the guides issue. I don't know. That's That's really interesting to me as well. So probably the single biggest problem we're going to have is the fact that it, it feels like, so I see Tom Coleman in there and I see Sashko in there, but my worry is like, you know, we're not, we're, we're still not getting enough MDG people in there and mm. you know, that, that's that good. Potentially be the bottleneck. You know what my worry is? My worry is, is if those guys won't open it up more to us, uh, not so much like get more MDG guys in there, but like get some more community guys in there. They should put a team together, a GitHub team, and like get some community guys on there on that repo. That's what I want to see instead yeah. of more MDG. I want yeah. it to be a community-driven, MDG-sponsored project. Yeah, not, not MDG-sponsored and MDG-driven. Right, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. But Sashko, right. huge thumbs up. Indeed, I'm super excited about it. I, I hope we can carry this energy. Like, forward in a positive way so mm-hmm. yeah. and i you know i also gotta say like i haven't looked at cookbooks in a while and i gotta say props to abigail and all the people that have contributed to that as well that's seriously like meteorpedia and cookbooks that was huge for me early on yeah so thank you so and, much and my blog right <laughs> and your blog your blog was huge to me that's no. why i did a guest post there yeah it was one your, of the big- your post was huge to me <laughs> Yeah. So slipping down ben the and fat Josh sitting in the tree. What? Huh? Sorry. I was singing my praises of you, Josh. We're talking about fat models. Oh, yeah. Speaking of love for Josh. Them, no. uh, <laughs> I've had a little Let too much down. beer lately. You know it's sad when you have a five gallon keg and it taps out and you're the only guy drinking it and you're like, Oh, that was a lot of beer I've had. Oh. I'm just kidding. We got up for a party. But anyway. <laughs> A party of one. <laughs> Me and myself. All right. So All right. I wrote a I wrote an article about um, fat model skinny templates, and um, it was kind of inspired by Jameis Buck's original post from Rails, where he was talking about like the idea of keeping business logic in with your actual data and keep that close there, and so. You know, clearly I inspired a few people to think about this pattern and, and use it and play with it. And are, are, you, are you trying to take some of the credit? Of I'm not. No, not at all. I'll say this. Just to introduce this. Like, yeah. Well, I don't I, know I, I, what inspired I want a backstory to it. <laughs> so Pete Corey uh, wrote this article and yes. it's called Slimming Down Fat Models. And I'm like, eh, what's this? And I open it up and I start <laughs> and I'm like, He's talking about keeping things like email sending and, and that kind of business logic like was all in those collection helpers, like what I had talked about. But then he decided to like use the event emitter pattern. That's ar- It already comes with Node, right? It's already built in on the server side. You don't really have to do anything else. And instead of firing like all these different email sends, He's using the event emitter and he could just say like when X is emitted as an event, we need to do some stuff. And so you're able to break away that email sending into its own file 
and uh, you can just pick that up. He's showing where like, you know, when a, when a job gets filled, he's sending to the owner, you know, congrats on filling the position. And then to the person that got the job, congrats on landing it. And then that'll fire a job closed and that'll tell all the other people like, Hey, sorry, you didn't make it. You know, I like this. I think it's a lot cleaner and it's, it's really, really interesting. I think this is a better way to replace the collection hook stuff personally. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. At, at first I was skeptical and then I read it and kind of thought on it. And I got to say like, kudos to Pete. I think this is an awesome pattern. I do too. I concur. And a, and a quick shout out, like uh, Pete's, Pete's blog is awesome. Uh, mm, I think we've featured him a couple times on this podcast. Yeah, totally. I think, uh, I think he, he's got a good head about uh, security and he's got a good head about like uh, sustainable like development patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, when you read his posts, like you can tell that he, he's good at this stuff and yeah, absolutely. So, like, Pete's a freelancer out of San Diego. He's booked. So, good luck. Solid. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, still- not only send him lots of money, but send him, like, a bribe, like, maybe. Yeah, maybe you can jump the line. Or something like that. I don't know. Sausage? What? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a good lunch. I'm starving. <laughs> Give me some food. <laughs> anyway, come on, sausage. <laughs> Check out Pete at eastfifth.co. Yes. Yeah. All right. What's this thing next? What is this? Yo, Meteor Development Group, ask me anything on Crater. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow at 12 p.m. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. It doesn't work as well as Sunday. Yeah. But this is awesome. How, how did you close this, man? I, honestly, I wish I could take credit, right? Like people are giving me credit left and right on the on the forums or in the the Slack chat room, like I'll, I'll say this, there was a post where someone was asking about the future of Meteor and like Webpack and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. Renata chimed in and I chimed in and we were talking about like, you know, how MDG could do better with the community. And mm-hmm. Sasha posted just last week about like how MDG needs to support the community more. That I think sparked a, a lot of stuff. I, I think maybe we sparked stuff with the original post and then like, They've been talking about it and, uh, you know, someone contacted me and said, hey, you know, we've been, we've been thinking about this from the original post. Like, it, it really got us internally talking about how we can do better. Sasha's post just kind of lit a fire under them to really just kind of go at it full bore. And that's why, you know, Sashko, I think, got the green light to really focus on Meteor Guides, which is awesome. Nick Coe contacted me and said, hey, like, we want to do an AMA. We've got four guys that are willing to do it. I think it's going to be a little bit of a longer AMA. They might commit to yeah. do an hour and a half to two hours of time, maybe jumping in and out, different guys. But we get, you know, Martin, I think that's how you say it, who's doing Cordova stuff. He's going to be there. Yuri is going to be there. He's obviously doing a lot of English stuff. Yep. Uh, Sashko, who's done a lot of just really everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nick will also be there. So... Uh, I would say like bring all your questions with you and ask them, you know, the chances of them answering them all are probably slimmer. Uh, even with four people, they're wanting to, to talk. They want to know what's on everyone's mind. They want to answer your questions. So, yeah. And it's going on during the hackathon. Yes. Hackathon. Yeah. yeah. And another shout out for Nick. Nick Coe is, is heading that up and he's doing yeah. a great job. 
I got my, so, my box, my box of swag. Yeah, I got mine today too. Nice. Well, I don't know when I got it. I think my front desk route to email me. Anyway, I went up there today. And it was so, there. You know, I was, I was kind of surprised. Like I've seen the bottle cap openers and I've got like two t-shirts already. So that, that stuff was all in there. But then they had a uh, screen cleaning cloths and like glasses cleaning cloths and stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, white. <laughs> it's, it's white, but it's got the Meteor logo, which is, I, you know, it's kind of neat and cool. So It's but, white. It's going to turn gray really soon. And, and uh, <laughs> so if you happen to catch this on YouTube uh, tonight, the day before the hackathon, uh, I will say you can show up and register uh, on mm. the hackathon site tomorrow and uh, still participate. You didn't have to pre-register, so... If you go to meetup.com and find a local meetup by you, uh, if you show up at, at the kickoff meeting on Saturday or if you got a meetup that's going to be doing a 24-hour host like Chicago is, then you can show up there and the person that's heading that up will help you register and yeah. possibly hook you up with a team right there as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we're going we're gonna to kick off with like a little like people talking about ideas they brought. We only have seven people, so it's not like huge. Mm-hmm. Try to like get some teams formed right there on the spot should be interesting yeah it's a big commitment they were asking people a whole weekend in october it's a busy month it is it is all right i told my kids i told my kids you know we can't get pumpkins this year because daddy has a hackathon (laughs) they all cried and then i said and also i got a space camp to go to so this is like daddy's month forget halloween halloween schmalloween all right last story we're going we're gonna to breeze this one quick because i got to have one minute. <laughs> so this is a great post. Batiste Lehman? I hope I said that right. Sorry if I didn't. It, it's just a simple post, uh, but it, it talks about Nginx, how to use it to do subdomains for multiple media apps, which I think is a, is a, a pretty good thing to learn. Nginx is actually an underutilized tool in the media space. Uh, I've been playing a lot with it. I agree. Crater. Um, I agree. Actually, I was talking to Michael Shillman, and I've been playing with ProveRender.io and hosting it myself on DigitalOcean. You know, I, I didn't even realize, like, you can do, you can cache responses from upstream proxies with Nginx. And so, like, if you hit, with the escape frame, if you hit Crater, you'll get a response. And then if you hit it again, like, from another browser, it'll be, like, lightning fast. And that's because we're caching mm. a response for 30 minutes now. So... Nginx is a pretty amazing, wow. pretty amazing. Where can, where, where can someone find like documentation on how to like, like walk through this stuff to optimize oh. Nginx and Meteor? So it's all in Russian. I don't know. Just kidding. No, um, generally just Google about it. I, I've got one post about using SSL with Nginx. There's this one that kind of shows you, you know, how to do the upstream proxies and that kind of stuff. And then I'll probably be doing a post soon that goes over CDN and then another post that goes over like the pre-render caching and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. This is a nice, Oh man, I love posts like this. This Yeah. First time I'm looking at it, you know, it's, it's it's direct. It's, it's not too long. It's got good code examples. This was posted a long time ago. Was it? Well, I just made it onto crater. So yeah. Where have you been my whole life? (laughs) <laughs> this is awesome alright guys uh, thank you for tuning in this week as always we're sponsored by Modulus Modulus.io go check them out they are mm-hmm. I think the best affordable hosting plan available right now 
Um, I love modules. Yeah, absolutely. They, they do a good job, and their support is actually really good too. So, mm-hmm. someone was just talking about having a problem, and it looks like Joyance Data Center is having issues, and you know, Modulus responded within I don't know ten minutes, telling them, "Hey, you know, just try spinning up in DigitalOcean instead." So. You know what stood out to me on that response too? They posted the whole response and whoever responded to them didn't only answer that question, but they're like, oh, by the way. We noticed we you, you upgraded yeah. your RAM. You, you need to restart your instance to, for that to take effect. Talk about the extra step. Yeah. Like they, they stepped into his account and just like did a, you could tell they did a, a once over really quick. Yeah. Awesome and support. If, if you're wondering where we read about this support instance, it was on the Media Club Slack chat and uh, you can find that at the ever hackable Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Meteor Club. I, I'm going to be ditching them really soon. I'm even thinking about doing it this weekend. We'll see. Oh, you've so, given them plenty of chances on this podcast to like listen to it and like step their game up. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I know, it's, it's so bad, like the hacking instant. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that some other time. Whew, all right. All right, guys. See you next week. Oh, yeah. See you next week. That's right. This podcast has been a Meteor Club production. You can find out more information about Meteor Club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. Again, that's meteorjs.club.